Hustle. It's 6 a.m. Rise and Shine. Let's talk sports and welcome to The Grind. And good Monday to you, and welcome inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you're listening to the Monday edition of The Grind. A lot of good stuff to talk about since the weekend has come and gone, but going to jump right in here on a Monday edition. Hope everybody's having a great weekend and uh, getting ready for another week ahead as as Monday is the fun day. had to get up and and I've probably drank more of my coffee this morning than I normally do at this time because whew, I just slept really really hard there last night. But uh, nonetheless, a pretty good weekend. We're gonna save the the NASCAR discussion for tomorrow for Jeffy Mack uh, as Pocono had two races in two days. A little different scenario as you as the race car drivers had to kind of salvage what they could because they had to use the same car the very Next day, uh, pretty good racing in the Xfinity Series and the Truck Series there. And uh, fun to watch, nonetheless. Uh, over the weekend, uh, a little bit more of the NBA time frame and, and, and what's going to look like kind of came out. So we'll talk about that some today. Uh, but the big news yesterday coming out of Foxborough is former NFL MVP Cam Newton has reached an agreement on a one-year deal, incentive-heavy, deal with the New England Patriots. Um, Chris Mortensen, Adam Schefter, first to report those. Uh, But uh, this is one of those why you hate the Patriots moments. Uh, And what I mean by that is, is it just seems like every waking moment they're going to find some edge. It says Newton now will step into the mix to try to help replace former Patriots frontman Tom Brady, who left the team to join the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this past offseason in free agency. The Patriots did not select a quarterback in April's draft with 2019 fourth-round pick Jared Stenham and 11-year veteran Brian Hoyer atop the depth chart. A source close to the Patriots think that the set agreement with Cam Newton was appealing to the team as a low-risk, high-reward situation, factoring in Newton's health, a modest contract, and New England's transition at quarterback without Mr. Brady. In a brief message posted on Instagram on Sunday night, Newton wrote, I'm excited as I don't know what's what as I don't know what right now. Along with the hashtag Let's Go Pats. The Carolina Panthers released Newton the number one overall selection in twenty eleven on March the twenty fourth, ending their nine year relationship. Carolina moved on from its one-time franchise quarterback after agreeing to a contract with free agent Teddy Bridgewater to become the the team's new starter. Newton continued to rehab from foot surgery and had a physical in Atlanta on March the 24th that coordinated by the Panthers and his agency, sources told Adam Schefter. Uh, Newton, who turned 31 in May, passed the physical and is healthy, with both his shoulder and foot checking out well, a source told Uh, ESPN. He's hungrier than ever and eager for the next opportunity. His agent let go uh, that little comment there. 
earlier in the week. In New England, where head coach Bill Belichick often says that players determine their roles based on performance, Newton will have to beat out Stidham and Hoyer, who had previously been leading on-field workouts this offseason. The Patriots are currently have a rookie free agents Jamar Smith and Brian LaWork on the quarterback depth chart as well. Uh, Caesar Sportsbook moved the Patriots from 25 to 1 to 20 to 1 to win the Super Bowl after the addition of Cam Newton from 10 to 1 to 9 to 1 to win the AFC. Uh, Newton was the MVP of the league in 2015 and fell just short of a Super Bowl championship in Super Bowl 50 as his Panthers fell to the Denver Broncos. He accounted for 45 total touchdowns in that MVP season and led the Panthers again to an appearance in the Super Bowl where they eventually lost 24 to 10 to the Denver Broncos. The Panthers have been to the playoffs only once since then, a wild card loss to the New Orleans Saints in 2017. Newton holds most of Carolina's passing records, missing 14 games last season with a Lisfranc injury, uh, again, a foot injury in the final two games of the 2018 season with a shoulder injury. Both required surgery. Overall, he has passed for 29,041 yards, 182 touchdowns, and 108 interceptions, and he's rushed for 4,806 yards and 58 touchdowns. You, you know, I look at it and I sit here and I go, heavy uh, incentive-laden contract. So so Patriots are kind of in a win-win situation here. But I sit here and look at it and go, can, can Cam Newton fit? Well, here's the deal. I don't think he has another option. So, yeah, I think Cam Newton's probably a pretty good pickup for for Bill Belichick, uh, for for Robert Kraft, for the the New England New England Patriots. I say that because this is a bridge player. No, no pun intended, Teddy Bridgewater. But uh, this is a bridge player because he can he can get you to your next big quarterback. He can he can battle, and if he doesn't win the job this year. Then he pushes Jared Stidham, Brian Hoyer uh, to be better. He he makes them uh, really have to be on their toes because staring down the barrel of of Cam Newton coming in the ball game, they may not come back. And, and I just say that Cam Newton. I, I'm not going to say that he's great or that he has a lot of tread left on the tires. But what I'm going to say is that it shouldn't take a lot to for a league MVP, a former league MVP, to beat out a Jared Stidham, a Brian Hoyer. That's just my opinion. I think he he took the one-year deal with the Patriots to try to prove himself, to battle this thing out. So I think you're going to see the best version of Cam Newton. And ultimately, uh, you you know, I think this could be one of those situations where he shows up, shows out, becomes the starter this season, uh, gets kind of the gig. They re-sign him in the offseason for some more money. And then next thing you know, they draft a young stud quarterback and then this is a uh, this is a development uh, kind of scenario where Cam transitions the Patriots to the next the next realm uh, of quarterback. And and I know that's not always been the Patriot way, if you will. That's not always been the way they've done it because they usually they've got Tom Brady, they've got a few key uh, dynamic players at the receiver position, and then they just plug and play the rest of them. They may have to change that dynamic, but. I think this is going to be an interesting 
uh, time for Bill Belichick. It's been the uh, it's been is it Bill is it Tom chicken or the egg kind of conversation for years and years. We're gonna find out uh, as as I think Tom's in a pretty good situation with Bruce Arians there in Tampa, but we'll find out if Bill Belichick is also uh, has his hands full in New England. So uh, I like the Cam Newton signing. I think it's 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 very low risk. For, for the Patriots, and it's very high reward uh, for Cam Newton should he be able to get it done because, again, a franchise that will put you in a position to win is, is one thing that you can say for the Patriots. I'm not a Patriot fan, but at the same rate, uh, they've gotten it done for a lot of years uh, with a lot of different pieces. So we'll see what that looks like. But but Cam Newton, uh, what, you know, I, I, guess, I guess the question is, is – does Cam Newton still have it? And I think, I, I think the uh, the deal is is you you, um, you you question that, and I and I question that as well as as can they, you know, can they make a, a good good scenario out of Cam Newton? Uh, it says if Newton's healthy and performs at a high level, uh, you, you know he he can he can do about anything. He's very dynamic. Uh, he's still he's still a great player. He's not that 2010 Cam Newton uh, that everybody remembers from Auburn, but he is a very uh, very serviceable guy. I think if he can if he can sit back and and you know maybe maybe a a little bit of a um, ego bump will be good for Cam Newton. You know I think when you get let go by the team that drafted you number one overall, you you kind of felt like you were. You were the one that was going to stick around. You had been through a few head coaches, uh, you had been through a few coordinators, but you had already stuck around. So I think Cam kind of felt like immortal a little bit, and then he gets cut, and all of a sudden, whoa, like this can happen, like this might happen. And so I think, um, you, you know, um, this will be a, a situation to where Cam's got to put up or shut up. And I think, you know, Belichick's always from afar respected Cam Newton. Uh, he's he's always had a respect for him as a competitor. In 2017, Belichick was noted as saying, when you're talking about mobile quarterback, guys that are tough to handle, tackle, can throw, run, make good decisions, he said, I, I would probably put Cam Newton at the top of that list. So, again, he's he's had some some good things to say about him. He said, not saying that there aren't a lot of good players that do that, but I would say of all the guys who we play, and he's talking about the Patriots, uh, in the last couple of years, he's the hardest guy to deal with. He makes good decisions. He can run. He's strong. He's hard to tackle. He can do a lot of different things, but you, uh, he can beat you in a lot of different ways. He says we saw that in the game down there in 2013, so I would put him at the top of my list. Not saying the other guys aren't a problem, because they are, but he's public enemy number one. So uh, he has now uh, joined the, uh, the 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 ranks of uh, what, am I, what am I trying to say? Like the dark side. He's he's uh, he's joined the um, what what is the name? What's the name of the 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 bad guys in in Star Wars? Anyway, the Death Star. He's done all that stuff. But anyway, uh, Cam Newton uh, can he be the player that the Patriots were were hard to deal with in earlier years? We'll find out. But uh, I, I think he's stepping into a different culture 
there in New England, and really he's uh, he, he's going to step into a place to where he has an opportunity to start, and I don't know that there was many other places in the league uh, that, that he would be able uh, to say that. Uh, he said fellow Patriot cornerback Jason McCourty said uh, on double coverage, his, his own podcast, he said, I'm excited. Bill always says it. The goal for any good team is to have as many good players as possible. Cam Newton's a former MVP of the league, played in the Super Bowl, a high-caliber player, the best players we have in our locker room, the better we're going to be. And, uh, and and he says we got to perform well as a team. Uh, safety longtime New England ca- captain uh, Devin McCourty responded also. He says, I agree fully with, with his brother. He said, uh, when you add a guy like Cam Newton, it makes our quarterback room even better. He said, we've already spoken about it before, the poise and the jump and the leap uh, you expect from Stiddy. Uh, uh, he said, it's just going to have to tune it up even more. He said, I think it'll be interesting in training camp and competing and all of that. He said, that's how we're going to get better. He said, I wouldn't think adding him to the quarterback room uh, with B. Hoyer. Uh, you have veterans in there. You have to be young guys in there. He said, I think it'll give us a really good chance to be good at that position. So he's saying that he didn't expect any kind of upheaval based on adding Cam Newton. Uh, it, it, McCourty adds one more thought. He said, it'll be a fun year if the year goes as expected and we have a season. And I think that's always the ifs and buts of, of the 2020 version of any kind of sporting event. Uh, but um, nonetheless, uh, some guys that, that came out and said some things uh, about uh, this this addition uh, Jamal Adams said I salute coach Bill Belichick for that that's real congratulations Cam uh, former Panther um, teammate Greg Olson said couldn't be happier for at Cameron Newton uh, Patriots are getting a stud and got the three hand claps Christian McCaffrey said so happy for my guy uh, and, and then uh, Odell Beckham Jr. says you've been working you deserve that uh and then basically says sweet, but he's uh, got crying faces because that means he's going to have to see him uh, with New England. Uh, Dwayne Haskins says, yeah, this, that, <laughs> and uh, as a fire emoji. Adam Schefter says what it's going to look like and thoughts, and it's Cam Newton, Patriots jersey, uh, doing the Superman uh, in the end zone. Warren Moon says congratulations, Cam Newton on signing as my computer jumps, but on signing with the Patriots, I wasn't sure they would pull the trigger on signing you, but a great organization knows great talent and accept that that the talent in their program to keep winning uh, alive as possible. Good luck, Cam. Interesting tweet. Uh, Joe Mixon says Cam's great in a great situation now. Uh, that was his tweet about the situation. And then Des Bryant says, congratulations to Cam Newton. That's major. Uh, so a lot of different people uh, dropping little words of encouragement, little little nuggets about uh, Cam Newton's addition uh, to to New England and Foxborough. We'll see if he can rekindle some of that, that magic and some of that explosiveness that he brought into the league early in his career, 2011 and beyond. Uh, but he's in New England now, and we'll see what happens but New England uh, that's not the only piece of information uh, that has them in the news uh, New England uh, Patriots find yesterday uh, it was a little bang bang situation they signed Cam Newton and bang they also get hit with a or release a statement based around a 1.1 1. 1 
million dollar fine. They lose draft picks in their as their film crew fallout continues. It's it's a story that uh, shouldn't surprise anyone. It said the NFL fined the New England Patriots one point one million and took away a third round pick in the twenty one draft among punishment from their television crews filming the field and sideline during a December 8th game with the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns. This is an article from Mike Rice, uh, ESPN staff writer. In addition, the Patriots television production crew will not be allowed to shoot any game during the 2020 season, and senior club officials will undergo required training on league operation and game policy. Uh, NFL spokesperson Mike Signora confirmed the punishment Sunday night after ESPN broke the news. The NFL banned David Mondillo, uh, who was suspended by the Patriots at the time of the NFL investigation, uh, from NFL facilities until further notice. Uh, Prior to the league's discipline, Mondillo was terminated by the Patriots. The Patriots admitted that their production crew inappropriately filmed the filmed the field and sideline the crew was credentialed by the browns to shoot video for a patriots web series called do your job but the patriots did not inform the Bengals or the nfl which the patriots called an unintended oversight the sole purpose of the film was to provide an illustration of an advanced scout at work on the road a Patriots statement said at the time there were no intention of using footage for any other purpose The Patriots also said the production crew, which included independent contractors who shoot the video, uh, is not part of the New England football operation. A Patriot spokesperson confirmed the team won't contest the penalty. This is, you know, that remember that show, That's So Raven? Well, this is so Patriots. Uh, This is another one of those Spygate, Deflate Gate, uh, whatever you want to say, this is this is hand in the cookie jar number three or four, and and you know I understand that you kind of inadvertently do things and then you have to then you have to kind of back that out, but I'm just gonna say I'm never gonna say hey I bet you they're using film that they took from us at this time, uh, unless you see them knowing your tendencies or you see them you know really like almost like they're in your huddle. So this isn't anything new for the Patriots. I don't know that it shocks you. And and, and quite frankly, I understand that, that it's a money thing and it's taking a draft pick and then the, now that their, their film crews can't uh, be in any games. But for a third or fourth time offender, is this enough? And, and maybe this is circumstantial. Maybe this is this is not the same Patriots – a brash rogue situation to where they're actually trying to get an advantage because quite frankly the teams that they've worked on to get an advantage over crack me up like if you look across the years of the Patriots who have they got in trouble for the only one that made sense was the the one in the playoffs the deflate gate because they were playing against guys in cold weather and that made sense but the other one was like the Jets or the Jaguars I can't remember and then this one's the Browns and the Bengals I'm like, if you have to have extra film to beat the Browns or the Bengals with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, you need more help than anybody can give you. That's just my opinion. That's straight up just Wayne looking out. And and any Bengals, Browns fans, Jag, Jets fans, sorry. I'd like to say I'm I'm just playing or I'm kidding. I'm I'm really not. 
but what I'm saying is, is you're the New England Patriots. You're blah blah number of Super Bowl champions in the books. You're you know Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, Giselle, all the all the hoopla that comes with that. Um, a guy that that says he had to start ordering thumb Super Bowl rings because it was hurting his fingers to spread that far apart. That those are problems that you'd love to have. So, in my opinion, the Patriots know what they're doing. They're just going to play this same game and hit these same buttons until somebody makes them not hit the button. You think the Patriots care about a third round draft pick? You think the Patriots one point one mil is gonna is gonna break Robert Kraft? I mean, he probably pays that in lawyer fees. So I, I'm sitting here and I'm like, if you're going to do something, do something. You, you know this this is a this is an organization. Sorry, it is a Monday all day, but uh, keep trying to yawn. But uh, the Patriots are an organization that keep pushing that envelope. And, and you know, I, I, I guess I'm probably hypocritical because as a NASCAR fan, I've I've almost said, you know, if you're not if you're not pushing the envelope, you're not trying. And and that's that to me is a, is an avenue uh, for me to see, uh, I guess, effort in, in the NASCAR world, but in the NFL world. I feel like you know it, it, this is very, this is SMU ish. Uh, we're gonna okay, okay. You caught us. You caught us. Okay, so we're not, we're never gonna, we're never gonna video the Jets again. Okay, we're, we'll make sure we don't do that. Okay, mark that off the list. Well, you didn't say anything about videoing the 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 Browns or the Bengals. Uh, okay, okay. You got us. You got. We won't do that again. Okay. Oh, footballs have to have air in them. Oh, well, we we'll keep those those aired up. Oh, they're 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 playing a. I don't want to say playing dumb, but I don't have another word for it. So they're playing dumb and saying, oh, oh, well, that's different. That's a different team. You know, that's that's a whole different dynamic. So I'm interested in how many more times, how many more lives does this cat have? How many more times are the Patriots going to be able to be caught? Video and other teams getting unfair advantages, doing different things, and it's a slap on the wrist. Uh, you know, I do think their 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 ticket value has went down with the exit of Tom Brady. Uh, I don't much care for the guy, but I, I think it's it's very much he uh, he was a face of a franchise for a long, long time. Uh, Bill Belichick's not going to sell you programs because I know I wouldn't want one uh, with him on the cover unless. I needed something in my garden to keep birds away. Uh, he's a grumpy-looking feller. He he doesn't necessarily uh, sell tickets, uh, so you you just have to you just have to see who you can put on there. You can put Cam Newton on there now, I guess, but uh, I just don't understand it. I, I think uh, it does. It didn't surprise me one bit that it was another off-season with with New England uh, sanctions, with New England fines, with New England doing something they shouldn't be doing. Uh, but it did surprise me that we continue to go down this path and nobody wants to smack the hand of the Patriots. We'll see how long that goes. And if other teams start noticing it and uh, start fighting fire with fire, we'll see how that goes. But let's take us a break, listen to our fine sponsors. We're going to switch gears, go to the hardwood. NBA talks their return. Different teams have different strategies. Different teams get left in a, in a precarious spot. And then players may have different names on the back of their jerseys. We'll talk it all on the flip side of the break. You're listening to The Grind, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, and it's streaming at WKVL.com. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss it. Your 
hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM. Rocky Top Sports. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948. Or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. At the Blood Partnership, we're working to keep people safe and informed about the recent outbreak of COVID-19, the coronavirus. We know that as members of the community, businesses are experiencing unexpected challenges, and we're committed to providing as much support as possible. Find business and community information on our website at www.bluntchamber.com or search for Blunt Chamber on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work, or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19. Those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit SalvationArmyUSA.org. Have you been asking yourself if it's time to take that business idea and make it a reality? Do you need help with marketing or getting a leg up on the competition? Then check out my friends at 42nd Street Marketing right here in Maryville, a company invested in Blount County and ready to help. They can take your business to the next level. Mike, Jana, and the staff at 42nd Street are a dream to work with, and I'm proud to say that they built the grindonsports.com into what it is today. But if you need marketing and maybe don't know where to start, check out my guys at 42nd Street Marketing right here in Maryville. Their phone number is 865-982-7007, or you can check out their work online, 42SD. Again, phone line is 865-982-7007 or online at 42SD.com. Check them out. I think you'll be glad you did. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. 
Have you heard about or seen the Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts, we've got those too. You can download the Grind podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM. Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you're listening to the Monday edition of the grind. As as we talk NBA, we don't do that much here, but we're going to right now. The 2019-2020 season of the NBA went on hiatus as of March 11th because the coronavirus, as, as multiple players had tested positive for COVID-19. On June 26th, the NBA and the National Basketball Players Association uh, finalized the deal for a July 30th restart of the 2019-2020 season, which includes stringent health and safety protocols, a single-site campus at Walt Disney World Resort in Florida, and a goal of taking collective action to combat systematic uh, situations going on in society. In anticipation of the comeback of the NBA, here's some common questions and answers about the season comeback for 2019 2020. This is from NBA.com. It says, when do this, does the 2019-2020 season comeback begin and end? It says July 30th will be the start date. So here in a couple weeks, here in probably a week or so, actually, uh, there'll be some uh, some uh, pre, you know, re- revamp workouts, some kind of a warm-up. And then July 30th will be the kickoff date of the return of basketball. The finals will end no later. Then October the 13th, giving a uh, giving way to a late September, very early October uh, final start time. So which teams will be playing? A total of 22 teams will return to play this season. In Eastern Conference, it'll be the Milwaukee Bucks, Tor- Toronto Raptors, the Boston Celtics, the Miami Heat, the Indiana Pacers, the Philadelphia 76ers, the Brooklyn Nets, the Orlando Magic, and the Washington Wizards. In the Western Conference, it will be the Los Angeles Lakers, the L.A. Clippers, the Denver Nuggets, the Utah Jazz, the Oklahoma City Thunder, the Houston Rockets, the Dallas Mavericks, Memphis Grizzlies, the Portland Trail Blazers, New Orleans Pelicans, Sacramento Kings, San Antonio Spurs, and the Phoenix Suns. Uh, What are seeding games? Uh, Again, because if you look at it, uh, there will be some level of seeding. The eight remaining games on each returning team uh, schedule will play before the playoffs begin, and the games were selected from a team's remaining regular season matchups. So, uh, again, it looks different uh, for for every team. Some people would have what you would say, quote-unquote, cupcake uh, run to the playoffs. 
Uh, but then there's teams like the Lakers who play pretty much the who's who of the Western Conference, uh, but they do sport a five-game lead going into said playoffs. So, again, you're going to play an eight, eight-game seeding scenario, basically, uh, that pretty much takes your stance that you were when the, the hiatus happened in March. And then you're going to play eight games and, and have the opportunity to shuffle a little bit uh, and then get seeded from there. Uh, the games, again, will be played at Disney at the wild, Wide World of Sports at 6 a.m. with just a half cup of coffee. Now, wide World of Sports Complex is a tough one for me to say. But it will be played near Orlando, Florida. The venues for all games will be either inside that, that arena, the Wide World of Sports Arena, the Fieldhouse, and Visa Athletic Center, all on the same campus of Walt Disney World in Orlando. Will fans be in attendance? Uh, I think that's a question for any sport in 2020 and even moving into 21 at some rate. It said there will be no live audience or tickets available. So not even any tickets available for the remaining games uh, as they restart uh, based on COVID-19 health protocol. Uh, what are the NBA's medical protocols? Uh, they work closely with infectious disease specialists, public health experts, and government. Uh, to establish a rigorous program uh, to prevent mitigate the risk related to COVID-19, including a regular testing protocol and stringent safety practices. There's several players that are not going to play. Uh, they've they've been given the opportunity to not to not have uh, I guess negative impact uh, to their standings with a team if they choose not to. I know I know there's several players uh, that have young children that maybe have respiratory issues. And they're not going to make that uh, make that jump and take that risk. So uh, again, got you respect them for that, and and it's one of those. That's the time we're living in. What are the dates for the playoffs in this restarted situation? Uh, the first round will begin August the seventeenth. The conference semifinals will begin August thirty first. The conference finals will begin September fifteenth, and the NBA finals will begin September. 30th so really a uh, a push for a, a quick turnaround because granted just quite frankly if the last game of the NBA finals is October 13th they're normally kicking off basketball late November early December so a uh, quick turnaround for for what they're going to be doing in the in the turnaround for the 2020-2021 uh, season how will playoff seating work uh, the seven teams in each conference with the best records Regular season and seeding games will have clinched a playoff spot. The usual tiebreaker scenario will be in place, and the eighth seed could potentially come down to a play-in tournament. Uh, how will the play-in tournament work? If the team with the eighth best record in its conference is more than four games behind, or, or four, more than four games ahead of the team with the ninth best record, uh, no play-in tournament is necessary. The final playoff berth will simply go to the team with the eighth best record just makes sense but if the team with the eighth best record in its conference is four games or fewer ahead of the team with the ninth best record in the same conference then they'll have a battle for the final spot between those two teams the tournament will basically be a best of two series uh, where the number nine seed will have to win two head-to-head -head matchups to take over the number eight spot uh, that's a little uh that could give a little intrigue to the end of this deal uh, right there at the August 15th, 17th mark. Will the playoff format be any different 
It will be the same. Once the 16-team playoff is set, the NBA playoffs will proceed in the different the, the traditional conference-based format featuring the usual best-of-seven series in the first round, uh, conference semis, and the finals, as well as the NBA finals as a whole. Uh, when is the NBA draft lottery? Uh, it will stick to the August 25th date. So, again, in the middle of, uh, of getting the regular season to completion, uh, August 25th, they'll dictate who will have those lottery picks. Uh, how will lottery teams be determined? The 14 lottery teams will be the eight teams that did not p- participate in the comeback and the six teams that participate in the comeback but do not go to the playoffs. These teams will be seated in the lottery and assigned odds based on the record through March 11th. So comeback will not qualify you uh, to move up in the lottery. And then the 16 playoff teams will draft in inverse order of their combined records across regular season games and seeding games. Uh, When is the NBA draft? October the 16th. Uh, The early entry deadline will be August 17th, and the early entry withdrawal deadline will be October the 6th. Uh, Free agency for uh, 2020-2021. They will start negotiations on October 18th, just after the season's complete, which is six hours before the annual uh, moratorium. Not sure what that is. Uh, when will the 2020-2021 season start? Uh, the, the regular season will likely begin on December 1st. So month and a half uh, gap in between the end of said regular season, and I put that in, in finger quotes, uh, but then at the end of it, uh, you'll turn it around in about six, seven weeks. But you know, I, I think they'll take it. It'll be an extended next season, is what they're going to have to look at it like. There's a there's a little bit of a hiatus there in the in the after this season's complete. But you got to look at it as you've had from March 11th to today, uh, actually till ju- you know till July 30th as a break. I mean, you look at that. That's April, May, June. That's four month delay, and, and really, you wouldn't have been done until June anyway. So. I think you look at it and you just moved the offseason. I know for some older players that's going to have a big impact. I mean, LeBron James is probably equally as excited and upset about this situation. One, they restart this season with his team being odds-on favorites. I I think there's some other teams you can put in that conversation, uh, but the Lakers are just – they're the monster in the clubhouse. They're they're the ones that are are looking at this deal and saying – we can really make a push for this. And so I think he's excited uh, for that standpoint. But I think on the other side of the coin, he also understands going into what would be his 17th season next year uh, that that his body's going to have to endure uh, an extra couple months on the, the tail end uh, that, that really he's not expected, uh, has not done, nor is, has been expected to do uh, in the previous 15, 16 seasons. So... Uh, it's going to be a different dynamic, but I think I think he's willing to pay that price uh, to try to get to number four and then obviously be set up uh, for a run at number five uh, next season should should that play out. But uh, another thing that's that's kind of going on with the NBA and it's a it's a dynamic that's fluid across sports. You know, I really think it is, and it's it's. I will say in, in these these kind of bad times and these these scenarios to where. There's a lot of different negatives uh, that are getting put out there. There's a lot of things that are that are coming out of this. And 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 this next one, I, I'm not sure where I sit on this yet, 
because again, I, I think there's a time and a place uh, for 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 that conversation, and I'm not sure that on the jerseys are such. But uh, in 2019-2020, the NBA season uh, again will restart. Uh, restart. They will restart uh, on July the 30th, and, and and they're looking at different ways to not only just have basketball, but also uh, to be a to be a soundboard or to be a um, a an area to where they can have a, additional uh, impacts on social justice and and that conversation that's that's streaking across our our country and our communities. Uh, according to Shams uh, Charania, I don't know. I'm I'm sorry. I probably butchered that. Uh, a, a reporter for the Athletic. Now, the organization is considering allowing players to change their jersey names to sh- social justice statements. Uh, the NBA and NBA Players Association are planning to allow players to replace the last name on their jerseys with a statement of social justice. Uh, he wrote on his Twitter page uh, just one day ago. I, you know, I don't necessarily disagree with it because, again, I think, you know, that name slot on the back of your jerseys. I mean, and no, no, I'm not just. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not throwing off on uh, Ron Artest or Meta World Peace, whatever he's going to call himself this time, uh, this time around. But what I am asking is, is, is where does this stop? You know, I think at some point, uh, the purest of the game, and 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 I'm. I tend to. I have very few categories that I jump out of the purest statements but I will say this I will say you know are we interested is that where we're at I mean are we can we not talk about rebounds can we not talk about who's who's had a hot night percentage wise who's rebounding you know the fire out of it who's doing this doing that next thing you know I mean they already have one advertisement on their jerseys uh next thing you know NBA Major League Baseball NFL football it's gonna it's gonna look like a billboard. Quite frankly, I'm a NASCAR fan, but it's gonna look like a NASCAR fire suit. How I mean, there's a time and a place for everything, and I and I get it, and I'm I'm fine with it. Again, your name block is your name block. If you would rather not, uh, you know, raise up, you know, your name and, and the and the success and the and the accolades that have come with that, uh, then then put up there. I, I don't care. Uh, that that's that's a that's a right I think of of that block because again it's it's that player's block uh, to be able to do that but I think as a as a sport as an organization as a as an entity uh, the the thought needs to be is we will support you in anything that that's going to happen but uh, things that would you know potentially not be about basketball I, I don't care what it is. Then it needs to stay on the court, on the warm-up uniforms, on the, on the what have you. And maybe, maybe I'm wrong in that. Maybe, maybe I'm, uh, I'm insensitive. I mean, I've heard that before. Uh, not, I won't mention names of who said that, but um, that maybe I'm not thinking clearly. Maybe I don't have all the information, and maybe that's very much, very much the uh, the scenario that we're in right now. But I will say this. I will say this. In, in a time where in a time where everything is volatile, do we need to put another piece of wood on the fire? In a time where what is on the back of someone's jersey could potentially 
influence or, or could potentially upset or, or could potentially do different things across the the uh, the the world the landscape is that really the place to do that i i think i i think not i think there's certain things that need to be held uh close to the cuff and i think i think uniforms i think you know pace of play i think the way they they do things those kind of things that's that's sacred moments you know what i'm saying that is that is split that is in more ways than it can can ever be said has stopped a lot of injustices have put a lot of players in place uh, to be able to show uh, those those injustices or those or those indifferences uh, that that so often get get eliminated or get um, put to bed uh, on a sporting field. So, do I have a problem with them having their name on the the back of their jerseys or, or changing their nameplate to to be what they want to say? I, I don't. Uh, but but this is coming from the same guy who doesn't like all the different uniform combinations. This is coming from a guy who who doesn't mind a occasional alternative, but prefer teams to stick to their roots. I.e. Tennessee. Uh, I like the smoky gray, and I, I loved the 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 combination, but I didn't want it to be the new home uniform. I didn't want it to be worn in lieu of the orange jerseys, the white pants in Neyland. I just think there's. There's certain sacred moments uh, with sports that need to stay their way. Now, you know, it, the NBA is a different animal for me because I really – I don't follow the NBA very much. And, and there again, they're, they're, there's very few of those uh, those traditional uh, looks that, that you're trying to cover now. And, and it's one of those because teams have changed and different things have happened. Uh, the Celtics, you know, the, the Lakers, uh, the 76ers – uh, those are teams that have that have been there for a very long time, and their their look or their their uh, jersey complements uh, the history of the game. Uh, but but you know, it, it, is it going to bother me if the New Orleans Pelicans uh, have a different different stamp or a different uh, slogan on on the back of their their jerseys? Probably not. Probably not. And again, if it's if it's in an effort to fix things, then I'm probably for it because I've I've. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, and this is, I don't know what soapbox I'm on, but I don't, I don't even know that I'm on one. I just think I'm, I'm spewing a lot of opinion, which is kind of the dynamic of the show. But here's the thing: over the last few weeks, I've, I've made the statement, and, and I'll make it publicly here, is I don't know uh, the injustices, all of the injustices, all of the scenarios that's going on in our country. And I don't know that anybody does. And I think if you think you do, you probably don't. But I will say this. None of us know all the dynamics. None of us know the entire scope of, of the situations on the good side or the bad side. But I do know this. If putting a slogan on the back of the jersey fixes something, fix it. I have I have no qualms about it. If, if putting a slogan or putting a, a, a phrase or, or what have you on the back of a jersey make someone fix their action or fix the lack of their action, then do it. Because at this rate, I don't know that anybody knows. Ah, there's the way to fix it. There's the there's the uh, antidote that, that gets this thing right. I don't think anybody has that. So whatever that takes, I'm for it. I just I, – I'm not about failed attempts. I'm not about uh, things that are just doing things to do things. So – I hope they vetted this thing out. I hope they've done what they need to do in their homework. 
Uh, but if it fixes things, then let's fix it. Uh, let's see what happens. Let's see the creativity that comes out of it. And nonetheless, NBA basketball back on July 30th. But, hey, let's take our last break of the day. Listen to our great sponsors when we come back. 68 days until it's football time in Tennessee. We'll talk it all on the flip. You're listening to The Grind. We'll be right back. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. At Rule King, we thank our lucky stars to be living here today because the flag still stands for freedom and they can't take that away. This 4th of July, celebrate justice and liberty for all with a 12-foot, no-tangled American flag with flagpole, normally $79, now just $19.98. That's right, a 12-foot, no-tangled American flag with flagpole, just $19.98. Show your neighbors you love this land with your neighborhood rule king, America's farm and home store. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. A public service announcement from Knox Area Rescue Ministries and your friends at Blunt Broadcasting Corporation. During the Safer at Home order, Knox Area Rescue Ministries has continued to provide a home to those without one. It's shown why CARM is an essential business in our community. CARM Stores was recently designated as an essential business as well. Carm Stores, thank you for your previous support and are excited to announce the reopening of donation centers and stores. As we resume receiving your generous donations, we recognize that business might not be completely as usual. We will continue to monitor guidelines from local officials and practice safe social distancing recommendations. We appreciate your continued support of Knox Area Rescue Ministries and Carm Stores as we remain dedicated to serving the homeless, needy, and vulnerable during this time. A public service announcement from Knox Area Rescue Ministries and your friends at Blunt Broadcasting Corporation. Have you heard about or seen the Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts. We've got those too. You can download the Grind Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything the Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. 
Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Himidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Himidor Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Himidor Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. Welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you're listening to the Monday edition of The Grind. As we hit 68 days until it's football time in Tennessee, we'll start with offensive lineman Bruce Wilkerson. Bruce Wilkerson wore the 68 for the Big Orange, the only ball to wear 68 and be an All-SEC honoree. Bruce Wilkerson was selected to the All-SEC first team in 85 and 86. And in 85, he helped lead the offensive line as the Vols won their first SEC championship since 1969 and went on to defeat Miami 35-7 in the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. After playing in 40 games for Tennessee, Wilkerson was selected in the second round of the 1987 NFL Draft, the 52nd overall player by the then L.A. Raiders. Uh, With the Raiders, Jacksonville Jaguars, and Green Bay Packers, Wilkerson played 147 games in 12 NFL seasons, started for the, the Super Bowl champion Packers in Super Bowl 31, and uh, and had him a run uh, there in the NFL. Uh, he was the Sugar Bowl champ, Super Bowl champ, and uh, Bruce Wilkerson, 83-86, to 86, rocked the number 68 for the Vols. If you look at all-time number 68s, 1937 was the first time it hit the, the gridiron Carl Hubbock. Uh, wore it 37-39. Owen Lloyd, 40-42. Hugh Blessing, 1944. Hal Cameron, wore it 1945. Ben Huddleston, uh, wore it 46-47. James Sieber, wore it 1948. James Marcolonis, uh, wore it 1950. Bill Baxter, wore it 1954. Andrew McFadden, 1955. Gail Helton, wore it 1957. Rick Carver, Wore it 1958. Ralph Baldini uh, wore it 1959. Bruce Maddox uh, wore it 60 through 62. Bill Cameron 63 through 65. Jim McNamara uh, 1966. Dave Filson wore it 1967. No no person wore 19 or wore 68 in 1968. Uh, Ron Frere picked it back up 1969 and 70. Steve Cohn. Wore it 72 through 74. Danny Jenkins uh, wore it 75 through 77. Marshall Reves wore it 78. Mike Jester wore it in 79. Leonard Jackson, 81. Bruce Wilkerson, the next multi-year guy, 83 through 86. Larry Smith, 89 and 90. Patrick Rhodes wore it in 1993. Spencer Riley wore it 96 through 99. Spencer Riley, now the current 
head football coach at Jefferson County High School. Scott Newsom wore it 2002 to 2004. Matt McLaughlin uh, wore it in 2006. And Stephen Darville uh, wore it in 2008. Marcus Jackson, 2011 and 12. If you look at the current roster for Tennessee, the number 68 is held down by by newest uh, Mays to enter the, the place. Cade Mays, uh, offensive lineman transfer from Georgia, 6'6", 328 pounds out of Knoxville, Tennessee by way of Catholic. Uh, went to Georgia uh, and then didn't like the scenario and wanted to come play with his brother here in Knoxville. So Cade Mays is number 68 for the Vols currently and hopefully will stretch those legs this fall uh, for the Big Orange. Again, would be a huge addition uh, to to an already uh, pretty pretty deep offensive lineman room, but uh, when you can add an all-SEC performer, it's nice to have that on the books. When you look at NFL Hall of Famers that have worn number 68, Russ Grimm comes to mind, guard uh, that played for the Redskins. He said, I had the desire. That's all I wanted to be was a football player. A lot of guys go to college for a degree. He said, I went to college to play football. He said, I went to college because I had to go to college to get to the pros. He said, to me, football is what I did best. I'm not the type of guy to sit behind a desk. And again, you can look at him in his enshrinement speech in 2010, and after 11 seasons, I'm not sure that he was done. He, he would play if he could. But he put out of Pittsburgh, 6'3", 273-pounder, selected in the third round of the 81 draft, uh, it became an immediate starter for the Redskins offensive line that was nicknamed the Hogs. Uh, speed and strength crucial to the Redskins dominating a running attack and selected to four straight Pro Bowls was the, the Pittsburgh product. Uh, he was named All-Pro, All-NFC, 83 through 86, appeared in five NFC Championship games and four Super Bowls. He was elected to the NFL's 1980s All-Decade team out of Scottsdale, Pennsylvania, 11-year veteran, Russ Grimm's in the Hall of Fame at number 68. But uh, as we run out of time here at the at the Monday edition, seems like forever, uh, Rose Bowl saw the S- Southern California Trojans win 14-3 over Indiana to win the College Football National Championship. Super Bowl II saw the Green Bay Packers defeat the Oakland Raiders of the AFL 33-14 in front of a 75,000 seat fan base in Miami's Orange Bowl. The Cincinnati Bengals became a team in 1968, and on November the 17th, the Raiders scored two consecutive touchdowns in the last minute to beat the Jets 43-32 in the infamous Heidi game. I'm not sure I knew that, but uh, I know it now. The Baltimore Colts 34-0 over the Cleveland Browns to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, in the NFL championship game, and the Jets uh, lost to the Raiders in that AFL game. Uh, O.J. Simpson, running back for uh, for the USC Trojans, won the Heisman Trophy in the most lopsided voting in history at that time, 2,853 uh, votes. The next closest was Leroy Key of Purdue, 1,100 votes right there. So the juice... Uh, got all the juice in that voting scenario. In 1968, the Kansas City Athletics moved to Oakland to forever become the Oakland A's. And the World Series saw the Detroit Tigers beat the St. Louis Cardinals four games to three. UCLA beat North Carolina to win the, the NCAA. And now the show has come to an end. 
If you're on your way to work or on your way home, we've run out of time. You don't miss the top of the hour and grind on. We'll see you tomorrow. You don't want to miss it.